What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have an awesome guest with us on today. His name is Robert Hartwell. He is the CEO of Strength on Stages, where he coaches entrepreneurs, founders, and venture capitalists on the art of authentic storytelling and selling from the stage. Now, if you're not speaking from a stage, this is still for you. He works with people on how to really connect with their audience through their story and building confidence around that. This is an epic conversation you do not want to miss. So let's turn it over to the conversation. All right, Robert, I am so pumped to have you on the show. Welcome, my friend. Thank you so much, Micah. I'm so excited to be with you and to be in the ears of your folks today. I think we're going to have a great time. I'm so pumped. So before we dig into everything, which I want to have as much time as we can for that, because it's going to be so good. Tell us who you are. Tell us about your story, your experience, what got you here, all of the fun stuff. Amazing. So (laughs) I am from Raleigh, North Carolina. Only thing that Robert wanted to do when he was young was be on Broadway. So at seven, I told my mom, I want to be a Broadway performer. I want to sing. I want to dance. I want to act. And after college, I moved here to New York City and I was a Broadway performer for 10 years. So I got the opportunity to do five Broadway shows and two national tours. And I had this feeling during my fourth Broadway show that there was something more that I needed to be doing. And Mm. I've always loved education, always loved entrepreneurship. Both of my parents are educators at heart. And I opened my first company, which was the Broadway Collective. And I ran that for six years and it was all about musical theater education for young people. So this was like before, this was like four years before the pandemic. So no one really knew what Zoom was, but I have been (laughs) like, you know, teaching on Zoom since 2017. And I loved it. And then two years into the pandemic, after Broadway had been shut down for 18 months, I was really run down Mm -hmm. and I felt like my dream had shifted and the idea and the identity of Broadway, I felt no longer served me like it wasn't who post pandemic Robert was, you know. Um, So my best friend Rachel Rogers, who's the CEO of Hello Seven said to me, it's time to dream a new dream like what would what is that thing inside that you've been dying to birth and it was storytelling for entrepreneurs. Like I have always loved entrepreneurship, obviously always loved storytelling like it's what I did on Broadway for 10 years. And after going to tons of 
conferences and being on webinars and podcast interviews and things, I realized, oh my gosh, a lot of people struggle with storytelling. Yeah. And so I created a new company last year called Strength on Stages, where I work with predominantly female entrepreneurs to find their signature story in their life so that it can propel their business forward. So a lot of it is origin story. A lot of it is the why of why they created their business. And, you know, it's interesting, Micah, it kind of has the reverse effect that a lot of people would think like, oh, I'm going to tell my story and I'm going to feel so free. But in many ways, it has unlocked a lot of new businesses for my clients. So they come into coaching and I'm sure you experience this as a coach as well. You come in thinking you're getting one thing and you walk <laughs> out. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I do now. I work with female entrepreneurs in finding their story and helping them tell it more authentically. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I love it so much. So I love this and I'm so stoked to dig into the storytelling side and how to really find your confidence in all of that. So I have a couple questions that I want to unpack. Yes. First and foremost to the listener that is like, but there's literally nothing special about my story. Mm -hmm. What would you say to them? I would say that is a limiting belief. And I think we have to be really careful of the media that we intake. Yeah, I heard this great quote last night. I was watching Ginny and Georgia, which is like my secret oh, yeah. Netflix binge right now. <laughs> and one of the characters said, you're basing love off of a multi-million dollar movie that you saw. Like that is a multi, multi million dollar production that you saw. And so we see movies, we listen to highly, highly produced podcasts or shows, and we think, oh, it has to be this extraordinary story or it doesn't matter. And yeah. I don't believe that. I believe that if you have woken up this morning and there is breath in your body that you have a story to tell and some stories are soft. Some stories are gentle. Some stories are really hard and rough and rugged, but everyone has something because there is something significant when you, I think, unpack <laughs> of the reason of why you're still here and why yeah. you feel that deep desire inside to build that business, whether it's just a little like seedling right now or whether it's a full-fledged business, you know? So I, I think that. that everyone should give themselves some grace because we all have a story. Absolutely. I'm totally with you there. Totally with you. So <laughs> how would you then, how would you help someone start to unpack and like, okay, we have life. We have so many experiences. We have lessons. We have trials. We have triumphs. Where do you pick and choose the pieces to tell the things to share the, like all of those things that might feel like, holy crap, where do I even start with all, all of this? If I'm supposed to connect with my audience, they need to know who I am, but how much of 
that do they need to know? Or where do I start? Or how far back do I go? Like, what would you say to someone struggling with that? Well, I think you said it perfectly, Micah, the audience, because it's not about us. I don't believe that storytelling is ever an act of self-service, but it is all about affecting change for the heart and the mind of the listener. So what I encourage our clients at Strength on Stages to do is to envision who is my audience. And even if you're listening right now and you're like, Robert, I don't have an audience. One, you're lying to me because I know (laughs) that you got more than one Instagram follower. And even if it's only quote unquote 50 followers, that is 50 folks that you can talk to that will listen, right? And so I ask people to sit and think, what is the message that they need to hear right now? And Mm -hmm. then what is it that I want them to do? And from there, that's how I will reverse engineer a story. But it has to be audience centered and it has to be mission centered around an action it can't just be a feeling state i want someone to feel joyful no girl i'm gonna need something a little more than i want somebody to feel joy i want someone to do something i love it i love it because that changes so much if you're like well i just want to inspire people that's like one thing but are you in like, you're, you're giving them the feel goods. You're giving them these like fuzzies, but they're not doing anything with Correct. that. They're not, imp- they're not impacting their own life by watching what you're doing or listening to what you're saying or, or whatever. Yes. I think that is such a powerful reminder that, okay, every piece of content that we put out there, we have the ability to create change in someone's mm-hmm. life. That is so bad. And I also too think Micah not only the ability but the responsibility Ooh, right that's big. Yeah. like that's the that's the big part like the universe is trusting you with this calling to help other people and i don't think that there is any act greater on this planet than service and yeah. so I, I i really resonate with what you're saying there i love that so much and really when you think about it because i've often heard well i don't know how much of me to share and I don't want to make it about me and I don't want to look a certain way. And, but it's like, when you take that responsibility on of this is not about me, it's about who I get to serve. It totally changes how you speak about it, how you share. Yes. And also I think it shows you really quickly who it is that you want to keep serving, right? Like when I was having this big transition in 2022 around moving from the Broadway Collective to opening strength on stages, I didn't feel the call to keep talking to musical theater students and their parents. Like like when I'm thinking of emails to send out to my list or what I wanna talk about when I'm on a stage, I physically like feel a download you know and i just stopped feeling the downloads you know and i think in this new venture and strength on stages when i hear those downloads like there was a when i first started my positioning i've actually flipped it because i realized my audience needed something different Mm. you know and when you just continue to commit yourself to serving them and to figuring out what are their needs 
and the real talk of the real talk is their needs at the end of 2022 to here we are in 2023 they're very different so like you got to go out and listen yeah and i and i think that's such an important thing to remember is it's it's an evolutionary process human beings we're always evolving, always growing, always shifting. So it's not a one size fits all. Here is your story. Box yourself in, tell it a million times. Like we get to share and dissect different pieces of our story because of the things that we're experiencing now, or the things that people are going through now that you get to pull back and be like, I went through this one thing and you can share just a piece of that, what you learn from it, how you can impact someone else and help uplift them as they're going through it. It's like storytelling is such an art, but it's like, it's not one person can do it and another person can't. Correct. You just need to be intentional about it. Correct. And give yourself permission. Yeah. I think that's the biggest part. And you said something so beautiful. Micah, you better preach this word today. Um, You said about the evolution of people. And I think something really stunning about evolution is when you go through a cycle and it completes itself. Because Mm -hmm. I work with so many clients that they're telling the story that happened 15 years ago. And it's like, friend, you're healed from that but you're continuing to carry this narrative over year after year after year after year. Who are you now in this new season? You aren't that relationship from 15 years ago. Yes, it definitely, I think, shaped who you are today, but you aren't that person anymore. Let that part of the story go. And I think we think we have to hold and carry pain for our story to actually make change happen for our audience. And I think it's the complete opposite. It's trusting and giving ourselves permission for the evolution to happen and then commit to it. That is so powerful. You mentioned you mentioned pain and it, it brought up a thought. I feel like a lot of people want to run from the pain. Once, once they've been through it, they're like, I want to package that up and never feel it again. So I don't want to tell any ounce of the stories that involve pain, because then I have to walk through that again. So how would you, or how do you coach someone through that of helping them still be in touch with what went on without letting it consume them? Like it ultimately could. Yes. Again, Micah, back to audience. And if I don't tell my truth and I don't say how I actually felt and how I truly reacted, then it will make the audience believe that something is unwell about them because Mm. they're having the same feeling and the same reaction. And they're like, oh, he didn't react that way. I must be unwell something must be wrong with me. However, if I can voice, I was pissed the F off and I wanted to pop off. And, you know, I just was like boiling with anger. And I wrote a scathing email, which was completely out of character for me. 
And then I wrote an apology, you know, like, then they're like, oh my God, okay, I'm not unwell. Cause I did yeah. that too. It's like, yeah, boo, you a human. Welcome to the club. I see you, you know? Um, yeah. And for the record, I did not send any wild emails folks. Um, but I, I really try in storytelling to really share, I think the two most important things, how I felt and how I reacted right mm. because our feelings when we're in that feeling state whoo like our actions are absolutely affected and i think we got to talk about it because yeah someone in the audience will feel seen and they'll stop carrying that shame and that guilt thinking that they are the only ones that felt and reacted in the same way and then if they can hear what you did and what the turnaround was they're like oh okay I'm inspired. Let me, let me go get back on this track, you know? Yeah. I love that so much. So you're talking about something that I want to dig into. Do you, when you're telling stories, do you believe that there's a right, wrong, or indifferent? Do you share it once you've been through it? Do you share it while you're going through it? Do you share it? Like, is there a like kind of a, a right pathway to storytelling? Because I think this is a block for a lot of people is they do think they have to be finished. They have to be like the story has to be sealed up and completed before they can talk about it because they need to know how it ends up. Yeah. <laughs> and so I feel like a lot of people kind of get stuck because they're like, well, I'm still on the journey. I'm still in the story. I can't talk about it yet. All right, friends, in case you haven't heard, our family's farm to table verified natural beef can be on your doorstep by Tuesday. Folsom Farm Beef is officially shipping out our pasture-raised beef nationwide every single Monday. We're talking high-end quality restaurant-style beef sent right to your doorstep. If you value locally sourced farm-to-table foods, then this is especially for you. Our beef is not only raised from start to finish on our own family farm, but our cows also get tippy-top cow treatment with the expertise and knowledge that JD brings to the table as a cattle veterinarian. Getting our family's beef on your family's table is a product of JD and I's two worlds colliding in the most beautiful way. And we are so excited about the opportunity to serve your family for years to come. If you aren't following along on Instagram, you can follow the farm at Folsom Farm Beef, and you can learn more about the farm and see what goes into raising cows and hear what our customers are saying about their experience, just people falling in love with homegrown beef all over the nation. And I am so happy to get this out to more families. But what really lights us up about this is getting to build another family business that our kids and siblings can be a part of growing for generations to come. When you become a part of the Folsom Farm family, you aren't just supporting a local farmer. You're a part of a big family dream of ours that's coming to life. And we can't thank you enough for being a part of it. So if you're a beef lover, you haven't truly experienced the best of steak, roast, brisket, or ground beef until you've tasted it straight from our farm. Get your order in by Sunday and have your box on your doorstep by Tuesday. We have a variety of options to fit your family's needs with boxes ranging from 10 pound samplers to 50 pound freezer stock ups. And if you want to save the most and never have to worry about getting on the wait list, make sure you're part of our VIP crew for monthly savings and first priority shipping. Head to FolsomFarmBeef.com 
and get on our email list to receive a $20 off promo code for your first box. We cannot wait to get our beef on your doorstep. All right, back to the show. Oh, Micah, I am loving this. I say, tell what is authentic, tell what is relevant, tell what is currently happening, because the more as leaders that we show our people that we can be vulnerable, we can be transparent, and we can also be in process, in the process of evolution as well, because, hey, we are mere mortals, just like the rest (laughs) of you. It, again, I believe, it gives that trust, right? And it gives, again, that ease of, I am not unwell, and I am I, I am experiencing just like them. So for instance, right now I'm going through a home renovation that I am filming for a TV show. Micah, it is the most, thank you. It is the most stressful thing that I have ever been through in my entire life. Like I am a single person renovating a 4,300 square foot home and I am stressed. (laughs) Okay. But if I wait to tell the story of what I'm going through when we complete this home later this year, I will have missed an opportunity to help someone that is in the middle. And in some ways too, it does help to tell, like it's storytelling is a processing mechanism as well, you know? And so I would say whatever you're going through, share it obviously protect yourself and your family's privacy um i definitely always when i'm getting ready to share a story really think of who are the characters that i'm introducing in this story to the public and does it protect them as i would hope someone would protect me as well yeah and also always tell the truth you know um and on that point Micah, there are some stories that stay, and I say this with complete kindness and gentleness in therapy, Um, because there are things that we, I think, just need to work out with a professional. And sometimes I do see speakers get on stages and it's very clear that it's so raw that they're working it out for themselves, which is self-serving, and it makes the audience not able to go on the journey with Mm. you because you can pick up whoa somebody is in process right now not saying it's like i'm asking you to be in process but i'm also asking you to be protective of your mental health and how you care for yourself and the people that are in your story sorry that was a bit of a tangent but no and i love that you brought that up because that's also something that i think is a struggle when they're like well how do I, do I have to share everything? Is that being authentic? Like being a hundred percent, everything's out there. I don't think so. Like you in your gut know what you can share, even if it feels uncomfortable and scary, what you can share that will serve others, what will impact others, even if it's messy in the middle. Correct. And then there's other things that you're like, gosh, nobody needs to know that. Like they just don't, Mm -hmm. I I can go through this on my own and we can deal and we don't need to talk about it. Oh my gosh, Micah, this is making me think of 
probably six months ago, I started working on my book proposal. And when you're doing a book proposal, you obviously have to write sample chapters. So I wrote the intro and I talked about one of the scariest moments that I experienced last year on this journey of home renovation. And it was deeply personal, deeply financial, just very vulnerable to put it out. And when I went back and did an edit, I realized that all of the preamble, all of the exposition that I put in was not needed. And I just needed Mm. to get to the moment. And I'm so glad that I gave myself the exercise of putting it on paper, but realizing those parts, that is my boundary. And those are my parts. That is for me and my family, not for the audience that the universe has trusted me with, because honestly, they don't need that part of it to understand the story, you know? I love that. I love that. And two, you can share your story. You can share that you're going through something that you're dealing, that you're walking a path, how you're handling it without getting into the details. Correct. And I think this is sometimes some resistance that people feel when they're sharing their life online, they're living out loud. And that's such a part of their brand and, and how they serve. They're like, well, I feel fake when I can't tell everything, but it's like, but that's so not the most important part. Correct. And so my biggest thing and, and advice that I would give anyone who's struggling with this is we have a lot of wellness coaches who listen to this. Mm. And so they are spreading joy. They're spreading positivity. They're spreading yes. movement. They're spreading motivation, inspiration. And when they're walking through a trial and they're feeling anything other than uplifting, yeah. positive, they're yeah. like, how do I show up? I just can't. And so lots of people don't. They're like, well, I got to step back. I got to stop because I can't show up how I'm quote unquote supposed to. And this is where I want to give you so much permission. Your story is yours. You don't have to be a certain way all of the time. And every trial that I have walked through every struggle, every hardship, I have been able to walk through it and share how I'm getting through it. That doesn't mean I'm happy and joyful and everything's great right now, but I am doing this. And these things are carrying me through. And these, and these are the things that I'm clinging to. And these are the anchors that are keeping me afloat. And that in and of itself is going to help anyone who's listening or watching be like, Oh, I don't know what the heck she's going through, but I'm going through this stuff and I can apply that to my life. Mm -hmm. And so I just want people to remember You don't have to have it all together all the time to share your story. That's not what it's about. It's not just about the happy endings. Yes. Right? Yes. Because two, one, I love that, Micah. You also, when you're looking for a coach, one of the things that I look at when I am looking to join a mastermind or to join someone's program, I go to their social Right. Mm. And I scroll through and if everything is the most beautiful picture that's ever been taken of you and everything is sunshine and buttercups, then I'm like, baby, you ain't been through nothing. (laughs) And I am a black, black gay man walking through life in America. I need a coach that has seen some stuff 
has yeah. seen some storms and understands how to navigate, right? And even if navigation means pulling over to the side of the road, that's fine. Like there is a, a, a huge person on Instagram that I'm sure so many of us follow that just announced that they're going on a sabbatical in their business right now and pulling over to the side of the road. And I thought how impactful and important this is to share in our online business community yeah. that, hey, someone that you look at, someone that runs a multi seven figure company that you probably see as like the pinnacle of success is saying, I'm burnt out. I'm tired. I don't want to talk about it, but I do want you to know that I deeply care about you and I'm pulling off on the side of the road. And when I decide to come back, you'll know. But until yeah. then, and I'm like, I have mad respect for you, you know, that you didn't just go on sabbatical for three months and put stock photos up that right? auto, yeah. auto drop, you know, yeah. like everything's okay. It's not. Yes. <laughs> I think this is so important though, because we, we put ourselves in this box of what success looks like. What are you supposed to do as an online creator, as a, whatever you're doing online in that space, you like, you become a robot almost. I have to do this many things a day. I have to share this. I have to connect with people. It's like, you don't have to do any of that. You need to do what's authentic to you Correct. and what is going to serve your people. And if, yeah. if serving your people is saying, Hey, I got to take care of me and this is what's going on and I'll be back and whatever, then do it more power mm -hmm. to you. A hundred percent. A hundred percent fully support 10 out of yes. 10 recommend. Absolutely. <laughs> How important, we'll kind of wrap some things up with this. How important do you feel that like, how, where does your story play into your business? Do you feel like someone can build a successful brand, a successful business, especially in the online space without letting people in? I think if you want a business of clients that is full of the wrong people and people that are energy sucks, um, continue to not tell your story. Continue to use stock copy on your website. Continue to use templates that don't serve you on your social and you will get an abundance of people that will wear you out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, however, yeah. when you tell your story in your business, in your copy, in your programs, you will start to attract the people that you're supposed to serve. And it yeah. feels really, really, really good. Case in point, the first, so our program Strength on Stages, we're getting ready to host our fifth cohort. And there is, there was a cohort that we had where I tried something different in our marketing messaging. It was one of the cohorts that I could tell there were some folks that we maybe were not the best fit to work together, right? Mm -hmm. But you as the CEO, as the leader have to take responsibility for, you know what? it's not their fault. It is my responsibility that I tell my story and I set the expectations so clearly so that it attracts the right people, you know? So I think anytime that you are sitting 
in the seat of leader and you're looking at some clients and you're like, I don't know if we're a fit. I want you to ask yourself, what story have I been telling or what story have I not been telling? Right. I love that. That yeah. they feel okay to come and cozy up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. Yeah. And it really is true. Like when we open up, I feel like our, so much of our story includes our mission includes Mm -hmm. our values, includes our beliefs, includes so much of just who we are. It's not just sharing experiences. It's sharing, peeling back the layers and just sharing who we are, what our heart is about, what we want to do on this earth. All of those things are going to very quickly attract and repel, which is a beautiful thing. Hallelujah. Okay. It is. It's so real because, and you're going to be able to serve them with ease when it's the right folks. It just feels like, I'm so serious. We just had a group of women in New York city a few weeks ago. And I was giddy when I say giddy, like we, it was, it was a long work day, you know, and I was so giddy to be in the space with them because I'm like, we our kindred spirits like we we like we're 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 doing the thing you know (laughs) and i think it was all connected to the story that i committed to sharing as i was sharing the program to this particular cohort you know um and so i i I can't encourage you as you listen right now enough to come out of hiding and tell your story because you're right, Micah, it is going to attract and it is going to repel and both are a beautiful thing. They're absolutely. I think so many people are afraid of the repelling. They're like, I'm, I don't, I'm going to scare some people off when I let people in on who I really am. Good, and good, good, good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because yes. the right people, your people who need you, who need your heart, who need your story, who need your experiences, who need your wisdom, who need your everything they will they will not be repelled they will be like oh girl i feel yeah. you i see yes. you i've been you like yes. there's such a deep connection when you can relate to human beings on that level not yes. just information but yeah but truly who they are like yeah. at a soul level i was micah before we um got on this call i was on your website and just reading and i was looking at one of your programs and it's like you want a group of people that there's not the cattiness there's not the gossip there's not you know all of these things that we know can happen when sometimes we come into gathering spaces right and that really doesn't happen when the leader is saying exactly who they are and what they believe in, right? And what they stand for, what their core values are. And if someone's core values don't line up with yours, beautiful, I Mm -hmm. love it. That means you're aligned with what your values are and it's okay for us to be different. So trust me, baby, I am so here (laughs) for, (laughs) if I'm not your people, great. I love it. Right. And keep it moving. (laughs) Yeah, there's just way too many people on the earth to worry about like, who you're going to, who you're going to offend or who you're going to put off or who you're going to miss out on because you share a certain thing, but it's like you, there's just magic that happens when you release the pressure of having to talk a certain way, look a certain Mm -hmm. way, be about a certain thing. And you're just, you, you're just like, Oh yeah, I can finally breathe. (laughs) Yeah. Cause it's hard to teach in that environment right like when i'm on a zoom call with our clients 
I don't want to feel like I have to have a filter or I have oh, to absolutely. switch, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, no, 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 you're here because you know what I'm about and you know, like the transformations we're after, you know, absolutely no eggshell energy this year. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it so much. Oh my gosh. I just want to pick your brain forever. You're just a joy to talk to. I oh, love this it. has been so fun. This has really been so fun. Thank you. Where, where can our listeners I'm already going to stalk you. That's a given. Where can our listeners find all about your coaching, your programs, your social, all, all of that? You can find me on Instagram at Sir Robert Takes Picks, or you can find out about my coaching program at strengthonstages.com. I love it. I love it so much. Thank you so much for of just course. being amazing. Of course. <laughs> this was so fun. Thank you. Yes. Of course. All right, you guys, if you felt like this was valuable, which I don't know how you could listen to this and not be like, everybody needs to hear this, go, <laughs> go share it with your social, go share it with your teammates, go share it with anyone who is wanting to connect with human beings in a deeper way, because this is it. This is it. So Robert, thank you so much once again. And we'll have to have a part two. We'll have to. Oh, I would love that. You let me know when and I'm there, friends. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Okay. We will be back in another week. Have a good one. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.